What's up, guys? It's Team I, and welcome back to Team I, the podcast, with your host, Taylor. Hi, everybody. Um, I am not in the best mood today, unfortunately. I will be leaving Vienna, Austria tomorrow, November 30th, because of a very frustrating and terminating permit process with the Austrian immigration. Um that unfortunately was unsuccessful and now my graduate studies have been significantly disrupted and I'm just very, very frustrated by the entire situation. Um, To be honest, I don't really want to get too deep into the details of my case because I don't want to um, tarnish any other possibilities for me to get my residency here in Austria. But to say... uh, I'm disappointed is an understatement, honestly very furious and upset and angry that I have to return on such short notice to America where, you know, coronavirus is upwards of 8 million cases and, you know, traveling during a global pandemic two weeks before finals week is a bit much. Um, So yeah, I'm going through it. right now um and yeah i just kind of felt like the need to share that um i'm really hoping that something works out for me in my favor Uh, i'm not really looking forward to starting this immigration process over again and yeah it's just not it's not cool and this problem is impacting so many people um a lot of people at my university as well. It's not just me that has to leave. Um, so yeah, it's just kind of a really unfair and frustrating situation that I hope resolves itself in time. Um, I will be turn. I really hope to be returning to Austria. Um, you know, I really hope maybe by January. Um, really hoping for February at the latest, but if not most likely March at the very, very latest, Um, meaning I will have to be spending my spring semester online, Um, not my spring semester, my winter term semester online, Um, but if I get this shit sorted out soon, um, I'll be back, especially to be able to do the entire spring semester in person, so yeah, I mean, all I really have to say is, like, immigration's really difficult, and it's not a fun thing to go through. And to be honest, like, I've always thought that it was kind of pointless, but I don't know. I think, like, one of these days I'll do an episode on immigration um, and borders and things like that because if you know me personally, you know I don't believe in borders. I believe in free movement of everyone. I think everyone should be able to move freely throughout the world. I don't think your documents or where you're from should define where you go. Um, And I would love to talk about that because it is a very serious issue. Um, And luckily, luckily I'm privileged enough to be able to go home and figure it out. Um, Not everyone has that opportunity. So I am grateful for that, you know. Um, But yeah, like it's a very fucked up situation. Um, Yeah. But other than that, um, well, there isn't really anything other than that. Um, I've been organizing with people from my university to figure out what the hell they could do um, to stop 
um, these situations from happening in the future. And it's just really unfortunate because it just seems like 2020 has been just full of frustrations and uncertainties and uprootings. Like, this is the third time I've moved this year. Um, you have to move from Syracuse. I've moved from Atlanta to here. Um, and all of these moves have happened so abruptly and fast and left always ended in uncertainty, you know? Um, and I think like that's the most upsetting issue about this year is that there's no stability at all. Um, and I think that like, (laughs) I'm really going through this without, you know, having some sort of stability in my life, not knowing what the hell is going on. And it's like, I really thought graduate school here would be my stability and it's not apparently. Um, so yeah, I'm not okay. I'm not happy. I'm not in the greatest of moods, but I really did feel the need to share that this is going on because I do have listeners that are from Europe that are living in Austria that are from Germany, two countries with really extreme bureaucratic um, immigration systems um, and I just felt the need for my listeners to know that like your girl's going through it right now and it sucks and to be more kind to people that are immigrating into the to these countries you know um, but yeah well today's episode <laughs> was a court recorded a while back with my two friends Ryan and Jordan um, it was, it's really cool episode. It's really fun. Um, we talk about black femmes and anime culture, nerd culture in general. Um, we get into deep discussions about K-pop, anime, what women's relationships are to that, what feminine relationships are to those things. Um, but yeah, it's a really interesting, hilarious episode. I know the beginning was like really depressing, um, but I promise you guys the discussion is so good and so great, Um, but yeah. So before we start the episode, if you would like to support this podcast, um, I will, (laughs) not I will, Taylor, you just messed that up so bad. Okay, if you'd like to support this podcast, I have a anchor support link in my bio um, and as well as the description of this podcast where you can donate monthly so that your girl can buy a mic that's proper because I do not have a proper mic. I still use my Apple headphones. So if you would like to donate to the podcast, that would be phenomenal. Um, our listenership has gone up. I'm so excited. Um, we have more than 100 listeners on average. This is really great. Ah. So yeah, if you guys want the podcast to have a better mic, you can donate on Anchor Support as well as on Patreon, which will also be available um, in the link in my bio or in the um, description of this video. And if you would also like to follow what's going on with me and this immigration nonsense and just where my life's going now, because who knows, um, you can follow me at everything TMI on Instagram, also on at everything TMI on TikTok. And yeah, we can figure things out together, just like it says in my bio. I'm literally figuring things out all the time. Um, so yeah. So enjoy the episode with me, Jordan and Ryan. I want to thank Ryan and Jordan so much for um, doing this episode with me. And I'm so sorry I'm releasing it so late. Oh my God. But yeah. All right. Enjoy the listen.
What's up, guys? We're back in the podcast with this topic that I'm super, 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 super excited about. Um, this week's episode is going to be on Black Femmes in Blurred Culture. Um, blurred meaning Black nerd culture or nerd culture in general. Um, I wanted to do this topic because I have a Black Femme who's part of nerd culture and have been since, like, I guess forever, but really, like, middle school when I got into, like, I don't know, what would you even say, like, mainstream nerd culture, like, conventions and shit like that, like, that extra shit, the extra mile kind of thing, <laughs> um, but yeah, so, but I want to introduce my panelist, um, Jordan, if you want to introduce yourself first. Okay, you cool, ahead. what's up, guys, how you living, what's Gucci? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to, everybody think that I'm cool, okay, uh, <laughs> My name is Jordan. I go by she, her, hers pronouns. And um, honestly, I've I've been in nerd culture from like, because I have an older brother and he got into it first. And then since I wanted to hang out with him, mm-hmm. I got into it. So really from when I was in like elementary school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's me. Cool. I'm, <laughs> I'm Ryan. I use all pronouns and... I agree. I feel like I've always been in nerd culture. Like, my dad was going to, like, Star Wars movies in the 70s and, like, with all his friends and talking about it constantly. And I remember being four and him sitting me down and watching, like, The Lord of the Rings. So I feel like I've just always been in nerd culture. Mm-hmm. Literally me as a parent. And I know yeah. we all have been because <laughs> we've all went to high school together and now we're grown, which is crazy. Um, oh, wait, you went to Drew. Wait, we all went to high yeah, school together. We did. <laughs> oh we did. <laughs> and now we're all grown. <laughs> so like <laughs> the way y'all were just like, wait a minute. <laughs> wait. Fourth wall knocked down. <laughs> and I was over here thinking, I was like, oh, Taylor probably doesn't remember me, but I'm gonna be like, we went to Jude Hills. I don't know if you remember me. I didn't know Ryan went too. Oh dear. <laughs> no, I and it's so funny but yeah like we all went to high school together and like I know that we well specifically me and Ryan were like really really into it but like together into it like Tumblr 20 going to the conventions conventions like AMVs running anime club together literally so like it's just it was it is still a part of my life just not the same way that it was um, I and I guess we're going to be getting into that later on with the rest of the discussion. But I guess, like, I'll put in my little, like, how I got introduced as well. Like, I also have an older brother. Um, and he introduced me to anime specifically. Um, my first anime series was School Rumble, a classic. Um, and, <laughs> like, I saw my brother watching it and I was just like, oh, okay, this is interesting. And that's when I started getting into series and stuff but especially like I think most people's introduction also was like Toonami and stuff like yes. the classic like weekend like anime watching and whatnot so or like Adult Swim playing anime at night as well um so I think like that was definitely like my introduction to nerd culture and so yeah I guess we covered that question <laughs> um but I would say like um my first question would be you know we're black right as fuck and um, <laughs> um, <laughs> and you know, I think that we all have gotten that question of like, why the fuck are you into this type of thing? 
how did you get into this? What keeps you watching anime? And like, also like the weird, like being that, having that weird intersection of, it's not weird, but like it being perceived as a strange thing for a black person to enjoy anything that is in the realm of nerd culture, especially in the time when we were into it. I think things are becoming a lot more like normal, I guess. But um, what would you say like kept you into the communities and what weird like questions or like um, stereotypes were put on you? Ryan, did you wanna? Sure. I feel like what's, what's kept me and okay so also i was also introduced to anime like obviously with toonami but the first anime i ever watched knowing that it was anime was rosario vampire which <gasps> is probably why i'm a dyke <laughs> anyways <laughs> that's not the only reason but like that definitely factors into it but i don't even like watch that much anime anymore because i don't know like i feel like i like came up in a golden age of anime Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i feel like another one is definitely coming but like Mm -hmm. 2016 to i feel like maybe like 2015 ish Mm -hmm. to like 2018 ish i feel Mm -hmm. like it was definitely like a lull in anime and so i just like Mm -hmm. dipped out Mm -hmm. um yeah and i almost like i also like think about me back then and i'm like i cringe a little but that's okay (laughs) if you can't cringe at your old self so you haven't grown that's how i really feel so i feel like what's kept me in nerd culture is like sadly (laughs) getting like a writing degree because like i feel like some of the most like poignant things ever said is in like comic books and Mm -hmm. tv and movies that have to do with just like nerdy shit because like I I don't know why I guess I'll figure that out but I just it's some beautiful things are just said in really great ways. Mm-hmm. I love that in nerd culture. That's, you said what? I love that for you. Like that's everything. Thank you. <laughs> Got really deep. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> it's always deep with me. I'm a Scorpio. Oh, oh my god, we're like I'm a Libra. Like our, my season's right to four years. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we're learning so much. <laughs> but um okay so with me like again yeah i got into it through toonami and the one that my brother started like heavily watching was and i hate to be mainstream but it was naruto okay (laughs) that's all right that's all right right. and so i was kind of just like yo my nigga over here he's just trying to become hokage i mess with it so it's like I, I started watching it just because he started watching it, but then I started liking it um, on my own, and I started mm-hmm. reading, reading manga, and I started, like, getting into other stuff. Like, the first manga I ever completed was Fruits Basket. Oh, Hell yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It, oh, my God. And um, I'll definitely say, like, to me, it was normal. It was just something that mm-hmm. was just cool. I'm like, this is just something that I like. And then, mm-hmm. you know... I go to school and other people find out and it's it was like a what why do you but you're mm-hmm. black or mm-hmm. oh so you're trying to be Japanese and it's kind of just like no bro what <laughs> and then my last name is Lee and then a lot of people were like oh uh are you half Asian and I'm like what Lee is a black ass <laughs> last name hate to break that to y'all thank you <laughs> 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 like Williams. I, <laughs> so, yeah, but I think what's kept me in it is just that kind of like what you were touching on, Ryan, the, the writing is just so good. 
Mm-hmm. So and good. it's like it can get you in your emotions, dog. Like it's like it, oh. dude. Like I still haven't like I have not really not recovered. I'm not gonna say that, but I haven't re- not like recovered. <laughs> I ever <laughs> since I read the Watchmen comic and then mm. like watched the show. The show is so fucking good. The comic is so fucking good. Like it has you, oddly enough, rooting for the secret police because they kill KKK members. Like, what? You know? And the lead is Regina King? Mm-hmm. What? That it's like, and part. it's just so good. Like, it's, and just like, I just think about, like, nothing ever ends. And also how it's, like, kind of prophetic to, like, mm-hmm. what we're going through right now in a really weird way of just, like, mm-hmm. races are going to mm-hmm. exist and the only people who can stop them are a black woman and her black husband who I'm not even going to spoil it, but there you go. <laughs> who <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Dot, dot, dot. you have to watch. <laughs> TBD. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I would say like to add on, I guess like, I guess the reason why I got into it, like I would say the community factor was like what it was for me, like meeting Ryan, meeting everyone I met in middle school that I'm still friends with today, um, <laughs> being an anime club, being anime club president for three years, cringing at that, but that was a thing. <laughs> like, um, I think like for me, it was the people um, definitely. And like just the, the passion for like this one thing that we all do. And I would say even within that, just like reflecting, like when I was preparing to do this like episode, like just reflecting on the diversity within the groups as well sure. of people that enjoy yeah. anime is also really cool. Um, and just the diversity of interests, why people are into it. Some people are just like into it because of fetish shit, whatever, teach its own. Some people are into it because, like, you know, poetic nature of it. Some people are into it because, like, they just want to sh- see people's heads get cut off and they can only deal with it in cartoon form, right? <laughs> like, shit like that, you know? And, <laughs> I mean, for me personally, I think that, like, I don't know, like, anime is, like, this is going to sound so corny, but, like, and Ryan's probably going to cringe, <laughs> like, hell. But, like, when I, <laughs> like, literally, like, Anime genuinely helps me because who I am. Ew, disgusting. Um, but like, it's fine. No, seriously, like, there's like this character. There's this character that everyone knows I love. Yeah, I don't know why. Because it's I a cult her, classic, and you're in the cult. And, like, it, yeah, I'm part of the cult. Um, I worked with her. I still do. Um, and she just was everything that I wanted to be. Don't know why she's a nut job. Um, but. Like, I just felt attached because of how, like, bubbly and out there and, like, fun. She demands what she wants and, and she like, gets oh. it. She literally, literally shapes the world around period. her, period. That's on period. Actually, <laughs> period. She's, she's the In their story. Like, the girls would be shaking without her. <laughs> period. Like, what would Kiel what would do? <laughs> Nothing. He bows to her and he doesn't even want to. But, like, yes, like, and she, like, genuinely, like, it got, it got bad to the point where I was like, okay, like, I kind of want to be here. But now I'm like, I have facets of, like, different characters that are, like, in their own world shaping shit that, like, were things that I wanted to also have control of in my own life, even if, like, the scenarios are completely different. But I feel like it has helped me through a lot of issues by, like, okay, like, these are people I look up to. And I think, like, it's very interesting because, like, it's weird because people, some of my friends that, like, weren't into, like, 
any type of nerd culture, of course, looked up to like artists or whatever. And I think like at the time, I didn't really listen to music, like to the point where I knew who artist names were. Like I kind of just listened to what my mom listened to. I'm like, kiss what a fucking morning. And like, that was it. But like, but my thing. But for me, it was like... My thing about, like... Okay, so, for example, my partner was like, I never grew up with superheroes. And I'm like, how did you not grow up, like, with superheroes? Like, it's just so weird to me because I think Mm -hmm. a lot of the elements of nerd culture has become pop culture, you know? Like, Marvel Mm -hmm. movies became Mm -hmm. the top grossing movies ever. And, like, they would... Like, Mm -hmm. I was sitting up there in fucking... Whatever the last fucking big movie at fucking eleven forty at night for a three hour movie, yep. and like so is everybody else, and like it's like a really mm-hmm. weird separation to like see mainstream media pick the nerd culture they want to indulge in, and then the nerd culture that they want to like shame. When like mm-hmm. actually, mm-hmm. if you like get down to it, like I think nerd culture like allows people to really think outside the box on like the things that they Mm -hmm. believe and want of course these are like the good parts you know there there's the evil Mm -hmm. too don't get me wrong and we'll we'll get get to that that. but i do think like people who grew up on comic books and anime and whatnot like understand like media in a way that's not always like book learning you know what i'm saying so Mm -hmm. i feel you i vibe (laughs) yeah and i would say like even i guess that leads into like the critique that we've gotten i guess i'm sure everyone's gotten some type of like pushback against being so heavily involved in nerd culture or like even liking one thing even if you're not that heavily involved but i think like even personally for me like it was definitely my mom (laughs) was like right (laughs) why (laughs) like why why are you so into this? What is it about this that you like? Like, I remember she used to make fun of me, like, and, like, it, it was, it's funny now, but at the time, it, like, genuinely hurt my feelings. <laughs> like, she would, like, say shit, like, oh, like, you know, when you're gone at college or, like, when you're not at home, like, people walk in your room and think a white person oh, is God. Because of all the posters, like, that are on your wall and this and that or, like, whatever. And I remember, like, first hearing, I'm like, what? Why would you say Mom, that? Mom, I like, just like I anime know. girls. I, I get it. <laughs> yeah, like, literally, like, leave my house alone. Like, please, back off. But it's just, like, I just never understood, like, why is it, like, what did you want me to like? You know what I mean? Like, I feel like parents should be happy that their kids are, like, literally, into what, this and not into some other like, shit. What do you want me to do? You know? Wait, wait, wait. Literally. Yeah. And it's kind of, like, a weird thing of, like, I think after a while, of course, she got used to it. Like, my mom's taken us to conventions. Like, she's gotten used to it. She got used to it at some point, right? But it's just, like, this whole thing of, like, my kids into this. I can't fathom or understand why they're into this. This thing is, like, so strange. Whatever. This is so white. Like, it's so this. When it's not even white, clearly. It's not, like, quite literally not even the source material yeah. made by white folks. So, like, it's just, it's this weird racial racialization of liking things and genuinely just enjoyable things yeah (laughs) and it's connoted to the wrong race of people anyway if we're gonna racialize it you know what i'm saying right it's just very strange and i hate i hate that because it's like because i've had these conversations Mm -hmm. with my mom she was generally accepting but then she would make those kind of comments kind of just like you know and Mm -hmm. 
I just had to be like, why are you trying to put me in this box because I'm black? Why are you telling me that I can't like things because I'm black? Why should I limit myself to things mm-hmm. because I'm black? Like that, mm-hmm. that doesn't that doesn't make any sense to me. Totally. Mm-hmm. Also, aren't we all Southern? Yes. So yeah. there's an element mm-hmm. there of just like I don't mm-hmm. know, like the black Southern like conformity shit mm-hmm. of just like you got to stay normal stay black yep. and die and it's just like <laughs> what <laughs> like it's like yeah like me liking things or doing things doesn't make me any less black you know i can't i don't mm-hmm. get and receive and take away black tokens you know right. like from my mm-hmm. black machine or whatever like <laughs> but yeah the criticism there definitely like was from my mom who is like a a black southern religious woman who was like this is not close to godliness therefore it's distracting you from whatever and i'm like mom i got news for you there's other shit <laughs> like like don't be worried about the the anime you know that's not what you need to be worried about but also like yeah that it's like equated to whiteness and like that you know like you are less black because you like nerd culture but my thing about it is like i mean there's like real ass liberation stories in like black like in nerd culture as well as like Mm -hmm. you get to see people who have your same interests like that's why Mm -hmm. i'm really i'm really liking fucking lovecraft country right now because Mm -hmm. it's black people who Mm -hmm. read dracula black people who are into hb lovecraft black people who just look at the stars like and i feel like we never get to Mm -hmm. see that and not in some like oh higher than thou i'm the smart black man but literally just because Mm -hmm. they have interests like i'm Mm -hmm. so much more interesting than just being black right you know Mm -hmm. that's only one facet of who i am i also like building dioramas you know (laughs) (laughs) yeah and i think like it's even a thing of like any benefits i think to being into no no culture as well like um many not many people know this actually because I don't talk about it anymore but like um <laughs> AMVs were a thing in my life truly um, they're still searchable and you will and you will not find them um because I made sure to that <laughs> but like literally like and AMVs are anime music videos for those who don't know what that is um and I started video editing when I was there you go old. People still comment on my videos today from 10 years ago, Literally, which is insane. Actually, that's lit. <laughs> <laughs> if I've ever seen and... one of them, I, I just want to say you walked so we could run, and I appreciate your service. <laughs> oh my God. Wait, side note before I even get into the AMV thing, like, that's how I feel right now about seeing these AMVs on TikTok. I went through the brunt of you saying one of them make an excuse so y'all could thrive. I, because AMVs have made their way to TikTok and I'm upset, but like I don't do them anymore. I might just have to come out of retirement. I'm done. For the followers, I'm done. To be honest. I might have to come out of retirement. <laughs> but, you walk into the room and everybody's just like, oh, yeah, you're like, an elder now. Oh, my respects to you. <laughs> like, thank you. Literally. Literally. Like, and it's it's really crazy, though, because it's, like, now I have a hard skill of being able to video edit. Like, I can do all of these things now. It's like, Josh true. asked me to do them. Like, I can do it, like, because I was into nerd shit when I was young. Or, um, what was I about to say? Oh, it was important. 
crap. I don't know what I was gonna say additionally. Or like even like anime club, like me and me and Amrai were literally like president hey. and vice president. Those are hard skills. We raised, we did fundraisers. We it was a lot. Like, like to convince him yeah. to budget it. Like, it was like a job. Okay, now like, I think I remember Ryan. It was literally Hello. I'm really different from <laughs> when I went to high school. I really just went to high school, watched anime, straightened my bangs, and not the bangs, <laughs> literally the bangs. And yeah, I just, I didn't do much. I'm way more interesting after high school. No, literally, I remember it because I I went to maybe one anime club meeting. Because when I I'm was- so sorry. No. <laughs> <laughs> Apologies in advance. I was just like, oh yo, I'm there. I'm gonna walk in there, confident and keep in mind I was an insecure ass little child, so I walked in there timid as fuck, and I was just like. Ooh, and I think I remember you too because I was just like, oh, they're so cool. I'm going to stand in the corner. <laughs> That's so sweet. I feel like we were actually genuinely intimidating. Yeah. I was also I so mean it. in high like, school. I think like, I was just so... like viciously horrible. <laughs> I feel like I've come a long way. I've come a long way. Yeah. <laughs> also, just like trauma. So. That's this good. gets into like the the bad parts about nerd culture is like mm-hmm. I wish yeah I wish like that. Jordan you would have like been a part of it in a in a like mm-hmm. more fruitful way I guess but like the nature of anime mm-hmm. club was like kind of catering towards men like uh, like yeah. it, yes. it's even if we had female yeah because like, we still had to pander yeah, to them like, to even get the leadership literally. Yes, Ooh. wait, let's go ahead and get into that. Let's get into that right now because, like, do this for real that I have. And I'm gonna say it, and I apologize to any loved one in my life that is older, that is grown, and is hearing this. I apologize that this did happen, but like, literally, like, I have to sell you had to show to some titties. Position. Literally, I was like, vote for literally, I went down a list of things, right. Like, when you're running for a position, you have to give, like, speeches and shit, right? And, like, I'm giving my speech. I'm like, I want to do, I want to organize for us to go to conventions. I want to raise money doing these COD, like, tournaments and stuff. And, like, we can do, like, we can start teams for, like, Magic the Gathering and, like, Card Fight Vanguard and this and that. Mind you, all of the fans Solid like, points! Yes! Let's like, go! But, there, but there's, like, five Oh, right? I hate that. <laughs> And then, so it's just men, oh. this male energy, and they're just all like, yeah, I don't know about this. I don't know. Pay attention. And then at the end of my speech, at the end of my speech, I was like, oh yeah, and I have titties. And the hell guys yeah, were like, oh, my God, hell yeah. This is our president. Oh, she has the biggest titties in the room. God. This is our president. That literally happened. Yeah. Which is also another Dang. thing and because like, a lot of them were like also like gay or bi so like the yeah. then the other level is just like gay or bi like men of multiple races just being like okay this like mm-hmm. black person has titties and we want that well first this of is all, what we all want men at Drew hills suck oh all the boys <laughs> at Drew hills were trash um oh well at least in my grade i, I agree I, no I, i'm with you in mine, Look. they were terrible. 
So all this, I believe it and I hate it because <laughs> I'm imagining the faces of like the people that migrate and I'm like, I want to punch them all in the throat. Like, I hope they trip yeah. today. Look, some of my biggest enemies in high school, men. <laughs> I hope they don't get their refund check. Ah! I hope. I hope you have to send it. <laughs> Fuck. That's how, that's, uh, that sucks. No, but I mean, even by the time I got to high school, I had already been, and it sucks to say, I, I'm trying not to make it sound as bad as it, as it really, like, how do I say this and not sound like sad? Um, <laughs> but by the time I got to it's high school. It's all right to be sad. Yeah, it's cool. Normalize being sad. Um, yeah. But by the time I got to high school, I had already been bullied enough for liking anime and stuff like that and k-pop that i wouldn't even tell people that i was into it i was too scared <laughs> like, i was just like <laughs> i would yeah that's oh you're into that i'm like no no what no i'm not why are you nerd <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's some real shit yeah and it wasn't even until like freshman year of college that i started being more okay with be like you know what yeah i like it so what so yeah I would say, like, even with Anime Club, I the reason why I shied away was because I did meet some people that were kind of just like, you're not a real anime fan. What do you watch? And stuff like that. And so it was just really intimidating. And I was just like, I don't need to go back. It's fine. And that sucks. Because I could have met so many friends. And we could have such a nice time. I've never been to a convention. And that makes me sad. <laughs> Conventions are, like, their own critique. Oh, I've heard. <laughs> That's exactly where we left off. Because I was trying <laughs> I was trying to say, um, Wester call it that um I remember like when I was running for anime club president or whatever, like I was running against Jordan, <laughs> who's my ex-boyfriend, and yikes, like I remember him being so like angry at the fact that like I could just quote unquote snag the election with no credentials by just saying no like, oh, I have titties and this and that. And it's just like, I threw that in there for spice for the people that were on edge. You know, like for the people that were on edge who weren't, like who were just not, who were going to just vote for a dude. You know what I mean? Like, and run the club into hell. Literally. Well, actually, literally. run the club into hell, but us still trying to run the club. Exactly. And it's like, and I, I was just really thinking, like, y'all really didn't think, like, a femme could run the club. Like, in a way, because of this gate, which is I was what I was going to add on to Jordan's point, which I kept trying to yell, but then I realized y'all couldn't hear me. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I have a point. Oh my god! Oh my I god. Really like I was say, interrupting you. No, 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 no. You're fine because your point was great. But I was like thinking, like you know, the gatekeeping nature of anime and the gatekeeping that's done by you know men in anime specifically. And also this weird gatekeepy intersection between black men that like anime. Yeah. I feel like that's a very specific thing because you get this whole like trope, right? And my ex is just like this, this man, (laughs) the epitome of ashy black man, like not ashy. (laughs) Ashy black man who like is the type of guy that's like, Oh, like, black girls don't like me 
and the black girls that would like me like anime, but like I can't oh. have my. But if she likes anime, like it can't be Naruto because Naruto is like mainstream. It has to be something like I don't know, like Toradora or Durarara season two and the OVA. Wah, wah, wah. Oh my like, god, that type of guy, right? And those were the type of gatekeeping ass niggas that were in our anime club. And it's like you had to like it. It didn't matter, honestly, like your intellect or how into different um, anime genres you were into, how well you could play Yu-Gi-Oh. If you played it in person or online, I'm gonna get myself right now. But like, uh. literally, like it didn't. None of that mattered, right? The only thing that like mattered to them was like, oh oh, they have titties, something nice to look at. And then after you got into the position, then you could prove, like, no, like, I actually, this is my life, right? And It's, it's true. It's and, and it's ridiculous. And it's on, like, multiple levels mm-hmm. of, like, black folks who aren't men just literally get police mm-hmm. at a higher rate oh, for, for sure. just liking shit mm-hmm. for no reason. Like, if Megan the E-Stallion with all say, her yeah. beauty and smarts and talent mm-hmm. is like, I fucking love fucking uh, what's the anime that she loves? Is it Hunter Hunter? I feel like it's or Hunter Mind Hunter Run? and then it's also My oh, Girl. Yeah. yeah. If she mm-hmm. can get up there and be like, I love that shit and every crusty ass black man is mm-hmm. like, you don't really love that. You don't know shit. About- <laughs> like, it's like, what? You're going to talk to Megan the Stallion like that? But then like, in the same breath, but in the same breath, be like, Oh, black girls don't like you. Mm. Like, <laughs> right? Girl, you know like, what? What? Like, you I saw. What? I literally saw a TikTok that described this. Like, literally. Like, I'm so glad we're not the only ones screaming about this. But it's just like, cause like I did not know these ashy niggas existed everywhere. I thought it was <laughs> like, I thought it was very specific to my relationship, to our anime club or whatever. But to know that like these men are everywhere policing other black folks it's already hard enough y'all already get shit for being in this right scope, and it's like you want to lock us out of it you know right. this makes no sense listen all i know is when megan said and i'm gonna make them eat me out while i'm watching anime i felt it i was like you deserve it you had a long day Period. It's true. She's a stallion. She's amazing. Which with is also, titles. like I said, like the like, <laughs> like what I said with the like popularization of nerd culture. It's like it's cool mm-hmm. when Megan the Stallion does it, or sometimes it is, but sometimes it's not. Mm-hmm. And then when the like regular Degler does mm-hmm. it, it's like something to like hide and be shameful about, mm-hmm. and also to be gate kept out of like mm-hmm. that was something that we were talking about during the technical difficulty mm-hmm. of getting into like the cons are a beautiful thing like conventions yeah. are a beautiful thing and also they're some of the ugliest aspects of being yep. a nerd because mm-hmm. not only are you dealing with people who might have more exposure to you in nerd culture like before I went to my first convention I had to like watch all the anime I could so mm-hmm. that I was like up to snuff on like all the anime so when if i was ever tested at the door <laughs> nobody could keep guide. me out not a study guide <laughs> but but Ooh, it's also study. like 
but it's also a place where like classism is rampant right like yes, people can't Jesus. come out in their fucking closet cosplay or taylor Wait, with the fucking shut trash up, bag shut up. taylor with the fucking trash bag no face is getting fucking <gasps> like shat on because oh because God. Oh my because God. like people don't have enough money to like watch all this like on Crunchyroll mm-hmm. or like get the costume or build the thing because mm-hmm. like they're working jobs or are busy or just don't have the fucking funds like mm-hmm. I'm included in this like I fucking love HBO everybody don't have a motherfucking HBO subscription it's expensive it's expensive as fuck so then when I'm talking about all these shows and I'm like oh you've never seen that it's like I have to really remind myself like bitch everybody ain't got the HBO subscription Mm-hmm. literally and i can't put everybody screen. on it because then all the screens but i wish i could i wish <laughs> i could free that shit dude literally if my friend stops paying for her hbo i'm, I'm fucked like, I'm like uh, well, you're done that's me yeah. with like my guns everyone's head who hasn't watched the season of insecure <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> do you not have hbo <laughs> like bitch and then i'm like okay okay we all don't have hbo a good hack for like trying to get hbo and with your broke friends is just splitting the cost with someone else if Mm -hmm. you can Mm -hmm. yeah because i'm not paying ten dollars a month but i will pay five i will Mm -hmm. pay five (laughs) yeah and it's just like yeah i think also like just to get into like convention culture and then we're gonna like steep into because i also wanted to talk about online culture as well but like which is like the beast so we'll leave (laughs) it for the beast but like I think, like, even Fuck. with convention culture, like, even things for me, it's just, like, being a Black femme cosplaying at a convention, like, screw the, okay, trash bag, no face is a sad era <laughs> of my life. <laughs> and the only reason, I'm explaining this, because the only reason, mom, if you're listening, <laughs> you, you did not, I asked for a sheet, not a plastic tablecloth from Party City that I had to turn inside out. I want that to be the thumbnail so bad. (laughs) I'll share the picture. (laughs) Literally, like, quite literally, like, she, I asked her for a bed sheet, like a breathable bed sheet. Like, literally. And this woman brings home a Party City plastic bag that I suffocated in, my at the convention because I was chasing a Haruhi cosplayer and tripped over someone and I actually almost died. Oh, no. It was so bad. It was a lot. It was horrible. You were in the trenches. We respect you for your service. (laughs) Truly. But literally, like, but I will say, like, even just cosplaying in general, just, like, the shit I see people get, I haven't gotten it, thank goodness, because, like, I've never been popular for anything nerdy, but, like, people (laughs) that, um, like, people give, like, Kiara, please, shit. And I'm like, shut up. Dude. Shut up. She's right. Why are you hating? Why are you hating? Like, why are you hating? Literally. And it's like, they're like, oh, well, they can't be canon. They're black. Like oh. they can only be, they can only be like fucking Carol and Tuesday or like whatever or like oh that's like so the five like black femmes like in anime. And like, that's it's so like bro, all the anime people you like aren't white. Period. They're not no, white. Literally. And then what pisses me off about that? I'm like, yeah, they're not black. I, um, yeah, that character also has a tail. Do you have a tail? Shut the fuck <laughs> up. They're also <laughs> not real. Like they're not right. real. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what oh, are people? 
like it just drives me crazy because it's just like the only time right like for me right the the only time genuinely where I kind of get a little like okay like policey about like characters being canon or not is like when they do live action adaptations of things because it's like you get things like the Netflix adaptation of Death Note and it's just like just because you put Lakeith Stanfield in there does not mean you should have made um, oh! that didn't make it okay just because Lakeith Stanfield was L and he did and, uh, he got dirty which I think is yeah. another part of the the toxicity mm-hmm. of like hello I'm still here I'm still here <laughs> we're traumatized oh, 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 I, I got scared I got scared <laughs> I like the, <laughs> I think the other part about like black nerd or like nerd culture that is toxic is like people and companies trying to profit mm. off of it and then yes. ruining it like like i had to see the downfall of fucking i'm forgetting every name ever of fucking stranger mm. things because netflix refused to just make a one season or two seasons mm-hmm. out of it mm-hmm. and be done and be done I given can't. the monster in season 3 i love her she's wet as fuck we love her but like we see like companies like <laughs> we see companies like exploit the fuck out mm-hmm. of nerd culture until Literally. they ruin it and i feel but, like that's what's gonna so. happen with black panther i'm just saying they're gonna they're oh gonna do God. some dumb shit and it's gonna piss me off because it's like this is the type of thing where it's like we leave it leave it alone and like, do not recast. Do not recast. And keep it pushing. Like, literally, go by the comics. Like, Shuri becomes the Black Panther. Right. Is, literally. I mean, as more and just it keep sounds, it. Like, this is keep quite it pushing the storyline. And keep it pushing. Don't try to like recast and do all this other stuff. Like, no. Like, literally, stick to the script. And sometimes it's like y'all be doing the absolute most. But, I mean, the same thing. Clearly, something happened with, like, this Avatar live ad- adaptation oh, for Brian and Mike to walk God. away from it. You know? Can I just say... Can Truly. I just say how upset I am when I saw that on Instagram? Mm-hmm. I was so upset because I'm like, we can't have shit in this household. Mm-hmm. Really? <laughs> really? Really? I guess we're still going to watch it, though. I, I, <laughs> no, bro. If I turn that thing on, if I turn it on and I hear Ong, I'm going to throw a fit. Gonna, I don't I think they'll Ong make that. Soka, I was like, who the fuck is Soka? Who is that? I don't know him. He doesn't go here. I... I have to really decolonize my view of how I think about Black Panther because I'm I'm one of the very few. Okay, let me preface mm-hmm. this. I went to go see Black Panther. I love Black Panther because when do we ever get a movie where it's a black superhero and it's a Marvel movie and it's grossing millions and millions mm-hmm. of dollars, okay? And all the actors in it are, well, not all the actors actually are great, <laughs> but I love seeing them. Okay, now, I think, you know, and here's the controversial opinion, is that for what Black Panther is, I honestly think we should want more of Black Mm -hmm. Panther. Like, we should want more of Roxanne Gay not being invited to the premiere of Black (laughs) Panther, despite the fact that she writes for Black Panther, the comic Mm. book. Oh, wow. But they didn't want to invite a fat Black woman, a fat Black dyke, to the red carpet of what? Black Panther. Oof. Or that fucking um you know, y'all can talk about Michael B. Jordan as long as the day is fucking long, but he ruins that no. movie. I'm not no, gonna I'm lie. With you there. 
Oh, hey, auntie. I wanted to leave. Listen, <laughs> listen I was just. Listen. I, listen. <laughs> no, I'm not trying to. Look. These are some hot takes. Or that he's telling a. Re- or that he's telling a real black narrative of feeling like a mm-hmm. black American who's been left behind and, by like mm-hmm. African culture because they don't give a fuck about right. him. But every but and then he's like he's the villain. Yeah, I think what that he was the villain. I think <laughs> right. like the position and like the background they gave him of being the representatives of like black Americans and then him being like killed off at the end and it kind of like right. felt like this inferiority like of us I guess and like us being what we are and that did not that didn't sit right with me for a long time but I because didn't feel like for a long not, time I did not want to get on diaspora twitter and like fight about it you know like I, I don't have the energy like I didn't have the right. energy to fight and it's about like, that either and it's like because his anger it's a very real anger and it's a very it's- real hurt but at the same time his little throw me into the ocean with my ancestors Bruh. <laughs> stop <laughs> I'm Stop. done. I was Cut like, I want to leave. Cut it out. Cause like, that's a profound I, I'm willing to fight people on Twitter about it because y'all can't hurt my feelings. I went to a predominantly white college, okay? <laughs> y'all can't hurt my feelings. Um, <laughs> but when I also, like, yeah, like, that is another part about, like, Black nerd culture that it's, like, it's just something within myself that I have to balance of, like, being really happy and mm-hmm. excited to see Black people represented in mm-hmm. nerd culture and also wanting more. so much yeah. fucking mm-hmm. more like and we're allowed and to want more. also wanting like let's we're not allowed to here. want more mm-hmm. yeah and also i'm allowed as like a black american who's always being fucking mm-hmm. shat on to want other black americans to be in the things mm-hmm. that i watch because that whole shit on like oh black british people are just trained in like shakespearean acting and they're the better what? choice it's some fucked up anti-black mm-hmm. ass shit mm-hmm. And, like, that shit that we have to see, like, we can't just consume our content without, like, having to think about social justice, mm-hmm, you know? Right. And it's, like, which is, like, a good thing, but it's also, like, everything is weighted so much mm-hmm. more when we mm-hmm, have to watch right. it. And then going off of that, I remember yeah. I was in um, this class, like, last semester, um, Issues in the African-American Community, and we were talking about, like, media and movies, and basically we made... We made up our own Bechdel test, but for Black oh, people, wow. yeah, it was lit. And so she said, what are some things that would be on the Bechdel test? And I was just like, Share well, us. I want, <laughs> <laughs> I said, I want a, a movie, a TV show or whatever with Black leads where the central part of their character is not their Blackness. Like, give, yes, straight up, give me Iron Man, but Black. Give me like these mm-hmm. things, but yeah. like, not I don't because again I love Black Panther, but like mm-hmm. I want something where because you look at other movies and you look at like Matthew McConaughey doesn't have to talk about his whiteness in the films that he's in. So mm-hmm. why do we have to talk about? Sure, us? don't. Mm-hmm. I think like thing. the only movie I can think of in recency that's like mainstream and like did really well that like his like normal black kid is like. Um, into the Spider Verse. I don't think that oh, like fucking love I, into I, the Spider Verse. Call anything being like I'm a Negro. Yeah. Um, blackity like, black black. Nigger, like, <laughs> like what? Like, what do you mean? Like no. Like I, I can't drink at that. this fountain. Like <laughs> yeah, I don't. 
Afro-Latinx representation, <laughs> ah, you know? Like, it was just, like, normal fucking like, kid getting into issues as Spider-Man. Listening and, to Post Malone. And listening to Post Malone. And he saves the Literally. day. And he's great. And the it's like, yep, great. The yep. album is phenomenal. Like, And he was a nerd. Yes, and he was a nerd. And I... And he I was would a give nerd. that, but like live action without the police brutality trope that I know that y'all would throw into it. That part. And then like, his, dab, his dab being a cop, that would have been yeah. a whole storyline. Why do they make all black men cops? And also, I never run into the magical black man cops. Where they at? If they're so prolific in pop culture, where they at? I ain't never seen one. I am they're all in Atlanta. <laughs> they're all in Atlanta. <laughs> I. But oh no, like I feel that, and I think like yeah, I think like there's things that um yeah, I just I just genuinely think we're allowed to ask for more. We're allowed to critique things and like tear them apart a little bit because, like, hello, like, white people don't have to deal with this shit. This is not a problem for white people. Sure, don't. And also, why is it when like black people critique things, people get pissed about? Pissed about it? It's like, oh, take your fucking scraps. Like when you know when Asian folks critique crazy rich Asians, people aren't like, shut the fuck up. Exactly. Like, how dare you critique? Right, like at least you're represented. represented. Like, no, they were allowed to critique. Not critique. like this. You're allowed to describe yeah. something, and like, and you are allowed to also enjoy. Some, like, I can say, like, genuinely, like, I love Black Panther as a movie. I think there are things in it that are cringy, of course. I think that mm-hmm. like, hey, auntie, yeah, but, <laughs> like, there are things Fuck. that are cringy, but like, you know, like, it was still very black, and I liked it. It's and still it's a, a good ass time. It's just fun. They had their own Metro booming in Wakanda. And they had a I love budget. that. Like they fucking had a budget and they, <laughs> they had used, a whole and they used it. Like you know what I mean? But like, do you hear this? Like this is the bare fucking minimum. Oh shit! This movie had a budget. Fuck! Like they had editors and stylists that like did things right. Ah! Like these, you know, <laughs> it's like Black Panther needs to be like a. I think it needs to be a standard in cer- in terms of production. But I don't think it needs to be the standard in terms of storytelling, if that yeah. makes sense. And I think that, like, we can really genuinely go beyond, like, we, what Jordan was saying, like, not having our blackness be attached to quite literally everything that we do. Because it's like, yes, genuinely, that is our experience. And it does impact us. But there's ways to, like, show that without it being the entire storyline. Right. And it's, like, there's, yeah. you know... This is like something I just thought about, but and and especially specifically because you know being black and then having nerd culture, it's kind of an escape because mm-hmm. we're we're mm-hmm. black twenty four seven. We mm-hmm. see black death twenty twenty five eight. We see black death. We see black <laughs> brutality. Like we see this all the time, and so we're trying to escape from that for a while. So mm-hmm. when I see Black Panther and when I see these movies with black narratives. I'm sorry, but sometimes I don't want to see it portrayed on screen. I'm trying to relax. I don't want to. I don't want to totally. leave thinking about. Oh yeah, by the way, I'm oppressed. Like I, mm-hmm. I wanna, totally. You know? Yeah, again, I love yeah, Black Panther, I, but I hated that when I left. I'm like, oh yeah, that's how Black people in America feel. Yeah, yeah. I'm angry. Like it's, and it's just like, uh, thanks for reminding yeah. Like me. I listen to, 
I listened to like I was so excited to like watch Little Fires Everywhere. Given Carrie Washington, you know, I fucking love her. She's Broom Hilda and Django Unchained. That's the one movie I reclaim from <laughs> Quentin Tarantino. Um, <laughs> she's fucking great in Scandal. Love that bitch. And I was so ready to watch fucking Little Fires Everywhere. I listened to the audiobook. Great audiobook. Celeste Ng. It's look, look. Anyways, um, but I get I get to the show, and in the book, Carrie Washington's character is not black. Everyone's fucking white in that shit. And so I get there, and I'm like, okay, so we got uh, some black representation. But then we have, like, racism that wasn't mm. in the book and is now in this Hulu oh. show and being perpetuated by Reese Witherspoon. I was like, I can't do this. Like, I, I, I can't do Reese this. because plays a phenomenal white woman. <laughs> oh yeah no she's killing it as a white woman i watch big little lies she kills it she kills that shit every time she's the white woman to be her and laura dern they fucking kill that shit oh they, they the white women my god look <laughs> so but like i i just couldn't take that show because i was like i'm not about to watch like 90s racism mm-hmm. like gentrified racism mm-hmm. like if that wasn't in the book i'm not gonna watch it in the hoover mm-hmm. show like and that's, so that's just something that I couldn't consume. Adding race problems to a book yeah. that didn't have race problems. And right and, and the race problems in the book were centered on like the Asian American experience oh, wow. and wow. like Asian immigrants. And then to add blackness into that, I was like, well, that kind of takes away from their mm-hmm. story, does yeah. it not? Mm-hmm. Jesus. I don't even, yeah, I just it's a think, lot. like, my thing is this, like, I, I think I fall in the in-between in terms of, like, um, types of media that we need, because, like, I feel like there's also a movement to push for, like, these stories to be stopped, I guess, because mm-hmm. there are a lot of people mm-hmm. that are just, like, I'm genuinely just sick of seeing this shit, and, like, the, these stories shouldn't be produced, and I'm like, we can have both. I think both are, I think both we are important. Both. I think both are necessary, and I think that, like, we need to go into it. Like, I know people are like, oh, we're sick of slave movies, this and that. And I think, like, slave movies keep coming up because no one has ever actually captured the brutality of slavery in its fullest form and also nobody yeah, wants nobody to see wants that to see on film, film either and it's just kind of like and i'm like if we're gonna do that right i think like that film needs to be made for white people not for us like i don't totally. think it's thing we need to con- consume right but i do think like there are valid reasons for this media existing and like but we're just not the audience for it if that makes sense and I think yeah, that, like, that does make um, sense. I think, like, both things can exist at the same time. And, like, we can also, but there's also a ne- necessity, I guess. I guess me as a historian, it's just, like, but a lot of these stories were told very bad, poorly. And I would, yeah. like, and I'm fine with, like, people going back and, like, rebooting things and, like, giving it a better historical context and, like, stop the like candy yeah. man i can't wait <laughs> and like and like stop <laughs> stopping the bullshit of like this black victimhood complex shit yeah. like we never fought back in history because that's just lies that's a lie that's just a that's lie, just a lie. That, that is a lie. lie that we just sat back we just took it and like civil disobedience was the only thing that existed and like people not realizing like how violent things got for people that participated in civil disobedience like people right. like this misconception of interpreting like um historiography as like oh black people just kind of were nice and happy and we're like nah. please master give us rats like no like no like n- <laughs> like we were killing white we were killing crackers like <laughs> that's what it was <laughs> we were, <laughs> we were killing saltines like, we were after the saltines <laughs> what i'm sorry you can't edit that out i'm not i'm leaving out. it in i'm leaving <laughs> it in 
We gotta call them saltines <laughs> and rips. But I'm just saying, like, but that's I'm what sorry. was happening. Like, there was genuinely, I'm not sorry. like, serious resistance happening. It was not, like, it was just not just us getting massacred. Like, people right. thought and multiple back. forms of resistance. Literally, multiple forms of resistance. And it's just, like, it's really annoying, right, that, like, that's, but that's what continues to get per- portrayed, and it's, like, cont- and it seeps into our nerd shit. And that's mm-hmm. why it makes me upset. Yeah. And like, it's like, we have to start reimagining our media and our content because it's like, it's just not, it's just historically inaccurate and also like has genuine, like, yeah, um, mental strains, honestly. Cause it's like, if I'm always continuously seeing myself put in a position to where I have to just take this shit and eat it and keep going, like, that's not, I mean, that is resistance, right? But also there's forms of resistance and examples of resistance in media and also just in our historiography in general of us being like, no, like we did not just sit back and take this shit at all. That's just untrue. And it's like Nat Turner should not be the only fucking example of that being the one, the one time of us resisting. Like, no, like Nat Turner, King, but also so many other examples <laughs> of black resistance of black militias of black this black that a black women just just black literally like harriet tubman the first woman to lead a fucking militia like she in the had US. narcolepsy she had narcolepsy yo never <laughs> got caught <laughs> period i can't period disabled black women carrying period. us all period period, period. Had, she had them shook she had them shaking. She and that's the quaking. thing, but it's just like all of this, like, it's just like this re, and I guess this is like black media in general, but just like this spitting out of just inaccuracies and like it just genuinely plays into kind of how like our community kind of fights all the time because no one has like access to these historiographies unless you're privileged enough to go into higher education and learn this shit. Yeah. Or like your great, great or some shit that was in the resistance and was like uh-uh we had we were strapped and we got down right like we don't all have these examples and like access right. to this knowledge and mm-hmm. i feel like that's why it's really important to like share these narratives within media and also even if it, you're not representing a historical narrative share uplifting shit that just doesn't have to do right with me being black or me being femme i'm just like can i just can i am i allowed to enjoy life and it's kind of our media is reflective of our realities it's like are we actually allowed to enjoy things right yes like the real science fiction in like say fucking get out is that he doesn't get arrested Mm -hmm. and i'm and that he ends up killing all the white people that's the science fiction like okay the other like suck mm-hmm. and play shit like oh yeah yeah but like the mm-hmm. real real is that he just gets away and his black friend is like come on you just killed all these white people we gonna go back to mm-hmm. the place and then you gonna be alright literally like, choking a, literally choked a white woman to death mm-hmm. crazy and that is science just, fiction the white people in my theater were shook and I was whooping I was like yeah, yeah the ori- and the original ending was him getting arrested and I'm yep. so glad yeah that Jordan decided to change that like. Because I right? would be really like traumatized in the theater, like if it you're ended welcome. the way the <laughs> thanks, Jordan. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> like I would have been welcome. really traumatized like, if that was the actual ending, and I'm so glad like he made the decision to do that, like change it. Right. 
Because, yeah. like, it was just unnecessary, I think. I would have been so mad. Mm-hmm. I would have been like, are you kidding me? So, right? Mm-hmm. Are we going to talk about online? Online, yeah. Let's get into it now. Do we have time for we that? Because I have to just re-edit some stuff. Yeah, we're good. We're good. Wow. Okay. Um. Because, you know, editing and listening to your voice for that long is never fun. I'm adding to it right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> But I was going to say, like, in terms of, like, online, um, your online interactions with, like, anime fandoms in general and also, like, just interacting as a Black person online within these sub-communities, I would say, like, for me, like, um, I stopped actually participating in fandom culture a long time ago Mm -hmm. because of how toxic it was. Oh, my God, Um, it's so toxic. Especially, like, when I was in high school, like, I participated in, in it a lot. And I was really, like, thank God, like, my fandom specifically was not that, like, we weren't, we weren't toxic. We minded our own business. The harder you see me, a fandom is tiny. Like, <laughs> the Ghibli fandom is wholesome. Like, we don't do shit but share, What's like, good? the backgrounds. Period. Like, we don't do anything but share the backgrounds of Hayao Miyazaki films for your, your iPhone. Like, we don't do anything else. We're really new. And so, like, <laughs> but I remember, like, when I, I think the thing, actually, that pushed me out of, um, Fandom culture is actually, I think it was like maybe a year or two into the Steven Universe fandom. And oh, I wanted, I was trying to, yeah, it was bad. <laughs> um, I was trying to really genuinely enjoy Steven Universe and actually I haven't finished it. And I don't know if I ever will because I'm so disturbed by how the fandom went. And this is not to say that like all like of the SU fandom is bad. Um, but um there was this time on tumblr it was a tumblr fan artist and like this policing a fan art p- irritates me but there was this like young girl probably like 14 15 or something at the time and she drew amethyst skinny and i remember this this girl received death threats oh people my told God. her to go kill herself People told her she's a disgusting human being for drawing Amethyst skinny and this and that and whatever. And I'm like, there is a real conversation of like around fat phobia, right? To be had about like mm-hmm. how we engage in our fan art and like how we're redrawing characters and everything. But like to scream at a 14 or 15 year old kid for fan art and like Come telling on. her to go kill herself. And I don't know if she actually did or not. There were like, some people said she did, some people said she didn't. I'm not That's sure. That's so scary to think but about. But it just made me so turned off. And I was just like, how hostile like some of these fandoms can get. And it's like another fandom that comes to mind, which I'm sorry, but I don't like any of you. No offense to any of you listening. Actually offense. Homestuck fandom will always be oh! the worst fandom shaking the table like shaking the table like, but they're so toxic like they're toxic <laughs> as hell like wait who homestuck it's like this online webcomic from back in the day i don't even oh. know if it's still a thing but the homestuck fandom like when remember like at conventions like people would make facebook posts and like all the facebook like in these groups and stuff and be like watch out from homestuck fandom because they just do crazy shit at conventions oh my a lot God. of like assault allegations within the fandom as well oh like a lot of shit and i was just like all right like fandom culture maybe just isn't for me like stand culture might not be my thing like is what it's called now stand culture <laughs> like i okay, don't whoa, think i'm whoa. a part of any of that anymore right and it's just like it gets so toxic you know and like i guess the modern example which oh my god <laughs> 
apparently allegedly bts fans are a little crazy okay but like i don't you can speak on that if you would like jordan i will i will (laughs) i'm not trying to have nothing all coming for me so i'm not saying that's why i said alleged listen (laughs) it is is alleged that y'all are no listen i have a veteran's discount i can i can speak out i'm a veteran i can speak out wow (laughs) go ahead sis Okay, because I agree with you. A lot of times they do wait. I don't even have a Twitter, and I'm like, it it gets to me, and I'm just like, (laughs) sit down. It's too much. Like it's like y'all, y'all relax, sit down. Mm -hmm. Chicken noodle soup was not good. Stop it. Um, (laughs) now because and then I've noticed there have been a couple instances where it's like older people participating in this, and I'm like, sis, you have a mortgage. What are you Mm -hmm. doing? Facts. Oh, like literally, literally, there was a twenty. There was a 29-year-old woman who won a contest and was able to meet them. And she went up there and she asked them, she said, so after I won the contest, a lot of ARMY bullied me. What do you think about that? What? Are you, what? You're 29. (laughs) You were grown. That is 13-year-old energy. What are you doing? And a lot of the times when I see like BTS fans going crazy, and again, y'all can't come after me because I was in the trenches. But (laughs) (laughs) I was out here when Big Hit was like one of the poorer companies. Y'all can't come for me. But not poor. She said, No, they were. You're tired and you're weary. (laughs) No, because Big Hit used to be like a really, like a poor company. And actually, other groups looked down on BTS because of that. So they faced a lot of discrimination in Korea. However, that's not what we're talking about. But anyway, (laughs) no, but it's like these young kids coming out here attacking people. And I'm just like, Sit down. Mm -hmm. What are y'all doing? They didn't mean it. Just Mm -hmm. chill. Mm -hmm. Like, relax. I'm chill. But also, that shit is still, like, horrible. Yeah. Like, you know, like, even if it's 13-year-olds coming for you, like, I mean, I've just seen, like, BTS shit just, like, go completely left field, where it's, like, my number was leaked, mm-hmm. my address was leaked, all because I shared this opinion mm-hmm. that not a lot of other people right. shared. And, like, and like it is some shit when you, like, are 29 and you're, like, caught up in all that. Like, that's a whole other conversation. But my other thing is, like, like, it's not the 29-year-old's fault. Mm-hmm. Like, it is the fault of, like, people who stand the cult of celebrity. Right. You know, you don't know these mm-hmm. people. Exactly. Like, you don't know. Like, mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, it's just really... And it's so toxic. It's a lot. And it's really toxic. And also, like, not to be on some everything leads back to capitalism yeah. shit, but it really is, like, some, like, taking stuff to, like a pornographic level of like liking something so much that it turns into something that it wasn't mm-hmm. originally you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying like it's like consuming it until it's a part of right it. and then and then and then mm-hmm. chaos yeah. ensues. and it's also a really weird because yeah. this is w- with k-pop fans in general that i've noticed it's kind of it's a really weird like ownership complex i'm like you don't own it's them. different They're- for y'all it wasn't yeah like, it wasn't like this back in the day it was Look, super junior and i just generation. wanted to listen to g by girls get real yeah Dude, back in the day y'all i just wanted to now. learn the choreo i just wanted to know the choreo to replay that's how this started out <laughs> okay ah! like, i was out here with shiny okay that's how it started and we were i hear you peaceful. i hear you it was nice it was peaceful back then like it was know. such a nice it was time. good vibes yeah but now it's like 
if people feel some type of way if a K-pop idol starts dating or like mm-hmm. imagining them That's in scary. that nature. It's so scary because it's like why? But then at the same in the same token in the same breath, you guys sexualize them like when they're mm-hmm. on stage doing whatever. But at the same time, you're not acknowledging them as their own sexual beings, and that's toxic mm-hmm. in itself. That's scary. totally like that's scary. Toxic racist yeah. ass shit. It's yeah, kind of just like yo, you do know they fucking. They're adults. Like what mm-hmm. are you talking about? Oh, and <laughs> you do. Know and it's also like, I'm like yeah, I... bubbles. And I think, like, that just leads into, like, the Koreaboo, Weeaboo shit oh, that becomes God. too much. Lordy. And it's like, we all have known, like, we've seen it. We've all seen it in our own, in our, in our we've own We've all lives. seen it. It may. We all might have been someone. a part of it. It may be you. <laughs> <laughs> it well, may be the mirror. It, just it, look it into the mirror. It's to a point where, like, the fetishization, right, of these cultures that produce this content is Literally terrifying. Literally new girl who transracial literally knew a girl who thought she was and i feel like i know who you're talking about and i'm gonna shut up um yeah yes like yes it's a thing of like it's terrifying like and it's a thing of like where like in college right i got really into like i have to really check myself right like i was peak weeaboo probably like junior year of high school (laughs) like it calmed down by my freshman year of college but of course like i'm so proud of you oh my god thanks i would love um but i think like for me though like of course the cultural interest still existed so where i was like i'm going to proceed in a healthy manner by taking courses taught by asian folks um or Mm -hmm. that about this culture and like see like if it's something i'm allowed to participate in study research whatever right and like in a healthy way and it's like you have people like me in class and then you have the Korea booze in class, I think they know more than the <laughs> professors teaching oh the course. God. And it's like, baby girl. But you, like, okay. Oh, like, oh, hiya. Like, <laughs> stop, baby girl. Just because you, like, no, you speak a little Japanese that you learned. I'm not here in academia does not mean you know more than Ooh. the people a part of no. the people a part of the culture. It's just yeah. right. It's so disturbing. It's so weird. And I've been thinking about it a lot lately on, like, why a lot of Black people are attracted to the weeb lifestyle. <laughs> because because I'm, because I'm Black people are great and amazing. We're the best. And we like anything that's cool. And also, being Black is some of the coolest things that you can that ever part. be. And everybody wants that to part. be us. And also, that, like, anime and, like, weeb culture is, like, seeing people who are not white do mm, cool yeah. things. And so there's, like, an attraction to that of, like, oh, we have something that isn't whiteness and mm-hmm. is cool. So, like, this is the thing that I can attach myself to because I don't see a lot of, like, black coolness on a day-to-day basis. I see a lot of black tragedy, and I attach to that on mm-hmm. some level, but I just don't see, like, black people getting into robots and, like, having depression and their dad hates them, <laughs> yeah. you know? Dad always hates <laughs> like, them. <laughs> dad. dad always hates them dead mom <laughs> so it's like Ooh. yeah like i think i think there is the unlearning of like a lot of the toxic parts of like liking anime and like japanese <laughs> imperialism yeah. oh, and uh, and like like and like um things in east asia east yeah east, east, right yeah i'm on the mm-hmm. west coast so i'm like are things <laughs> east <laughs> um but it's west mm-hmm. to me anyways um so yeah like i understand it and also you're right taylor of like 
there is a learning that you have to do because it's borderline like fetishization mm-hmm. yeah. in most mm-hmm. cases. Yeah. But it's also like understanding mm-hmm. why a lot of black people attach to it, I think is also very yeah. important. Yeah. I agree. I think like for me, like for, like we all said, like I just think it's a media that allows for you to watch people that aren't white live their lives. <laughs> Right. And yeah. Live them in the most cool ways possible, because like as we know, like do cool shit. And like can like knows no bounds. You know, like you can do whatever. True. In animation, do whatever. whatever you want. And so it's just like, and this the culture. I guess like this, just the culture of Japan, and like I guess the culture of Korea is just so different. And I think people just like mm-hmm. different shit. But like mm-hmm. I think like yeah, everyone in general, just like a part of these fandoms. This is a call out post, like doing better about like how we have these conversations and also like having a being culturally sensitive to being being, like a Korea bill and also we do at the same time and recognizing that like sometimes those two cultures do not jive with each other and stop pretending that you know there's not any cultural beef because I think people forget that especially when they're interacting with Korean folks and Japanese folks as well exactly and it's a problem (laughs) and so I it's a huge problem genuinely like knowing like where everyone should be like genuinely intuitively consuming anything that they're consuming and that includes media you know and I think that like we all have to do a better job of like where is this source material coming from Mm -hmm. um and because like even when um Ryan mentioned earlier about Black Panther like I had no idea like that was the case that like a fat black femme could not go on the red carpet me neither whatever like I had no idea so it's like I need to be more conscious about like the media I'm consuming as well and like how much support and put like you know I'm gonna put myself behind right so I think like that's just like yeah. important in general um but I was also gonna ask you guys so we can wrap it up soon um what do you think nerd culture in general can do to make this space more inclusive Oh, God. <laughs> and I saw that question and I was just like, ooh, Lord. What can they do? Well, I think, and this is going to sound like so like general, but I really think it will make a huge difference. Just even in and out of nerd culture, because it happens inside nerd culture more than anywhere else. Stop giving people shit for what they like. Just stop doing that. True. Stop making excuses mm-hmm. for why someone can't like something or why they can't mm-hmm. dress up as a certain character or why they can't listen to something. Stop giving mm-hmm. people shit for that. Let people like what they like. Just because you dislike something. Let people like what mm-hmm. they like. Just because you don't like a show or you don't like a band or you don't like a whatever, that doesn't mean it's shit. That doesn't mean it's bad. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think we have to get used to, hey, sometimes people have different preferences. That's okay. Like, chill. And none of it's that deep. That's another thing. It's not that deep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also, like, I don't know, like, understand that, like, nerds have intersections, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like, nerds can be black. Nerds can be disabled. Nerds can live in a place where internet is spotty mm-hmm. and they have to fucking watch their shit still on dial-up. Mm-hmm. Or, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there are poor nerds. There are your fucking, like, I don't even know. Like, there's just a lot of facets to nerd culture and like trying to make it as accessible as possible to mm-hmm, everyone mm-hmm. Um, who wants to mm-hmm. be in it, I think is, is where I'm at. And also I'm like, how do we do mm-hmm. that? You know, how do we cater to all the nerds to make sure they're having a positive nerd experience? Mm-hmm. 
is a hard one. But you know, the revolution's coming, so mm-hmm. nerd culture is coming with yes. it. Uh, that part. Um, I, I also, I don't know. I'm just like, yeah, I, I, I don't even know. Like, uplift small time nerd creeps mm-hmm. Ooh, is yeah. another thing. Mm-hmm. Like, all the clout hopping mm-hmm. and like clout climbing and nerd culture is just like it's really mm-hmm. weird and i'm like why do we hoard all this clout when we could just be like uplifting mm-hmm. everyone who creates mm-hmm. content right. and merch and like whatever right. else uh i don't know i think that's that's like my only also like get all the fucking pedophiles out Please. of here. oh my god thank yeah. you like it's Thanks. it's a lot no literally like and protect and it's horrible. fems at conventions so yeah that ass like Please. Yeah. Because, like, a lot of the shit that, like, I would just say. Please. Like, that's a whole nother episode, dude. Like, honestly, like, the amount of sexual advances or things that we have received, just me and Ryan, like, at conventions in general is, is disgusting. disgusting. And we were kids. In front of my mama. <laughs> and we're literal <laughs> children. Like, for, I mean, honestly, to be into, blur- like, to be into anime culture or like we were, we were actually the exception of age. Like, we were always the youngest. It's we were true. always the youngest. And, like, that was really strange to me. <laughs> um, but we were always the youngest. The group still are. Like, honestly, on average, I really feel like people that I met on at conventions were, like, 25 and up. Minimum. Yeah. And so we were, like, the exception to that. Like, 16 17 year olds going to conventions with our parents and people would still make advances on us and be like oh you're so mature oh you're Ugh. this or oh whatever oh, and it's creepy and it's like not it's just not yeah. safe you know what i'm saying like and it's oh, like especially so with people whose cerebral cortexes are nowhere near finish forming and like ours still aren't mine's still cooking and <laughs> but i'm glad that mine's yes, still cooking personally I'm so happy mine's still cooking because i would be shit out of luck if this is all i have to work with i (laughs) i like literally though like making yeah let young people enjoy let young people enjoy things let young people be young straight up fetishizing like child characters stop fetishizing literally and and the other thing about nerd culture that I would like to eliminate is like the weird like incest stories yes. that are just like really prolific mm-hmm. in so, it. And like what? Strange. It's just all very mm-hmm. strange. And I'm just like, stop, just stop that. Because like if you <laughs> stop consuming it, they'll stop producing that shit. Yeah. So like stop. Yeah. Yeah, it's just strange. And like uh I don't know. So that's the fetish that I'm like, I- I'm not driving with it y'all y'all can like everything else that mm-mm. Mm-mm. Be, no mm-mm. i don't judge yeah. people, but that that one i'm judging you yeah i would say also just like let black people cosplay i judge people yeah. <laughs> i would say like let black people cosplay and yes in peace leave them the fuck in alone peace. who cares like truly they can be canon we're allowed to be canon because these right. characters aren't real they're not even they're not real um, literally, and if they you're can black and if you're black and you have other black friends who are into anime, K-pop, whatever, leave them alone. Let Literally, them like it. Let them enjoy Stop things. making them feel bad. Let them Stop like it. Stop calling them white. Oh my god. Please. Stop doing that. We're not white. Um, Stop it. And I guess like my last thing to say is like transracial doesn't exist. White Thank folks you. that are trying to be 
Korean <laughs> or Japanese. Stop. That's so weird. It's creepy. It's also extremely disrespectful. The um, girl so, I knew in high school, so, I'm talking about you. So cut it out. And Ooh. on top of that, like, stop doing blackface and yellowface. That part. Ooh, that part. Like, you don't have to change it. You don't Horrible see us shit. putting flour on ourselves to look exactly. like <laughs> the characters that, like, we're cosplaying. I... Like, we're not doing that. I... We're not. <laughs> like, we're not. So, like, why are you... Why? You can do it without doing that. You can just... Make it your own. You literally can do it without quite literally... <laughs> just literally... I've seen people do blackface, like, as cosplay. And it's like, it's like the few black characters we get. Not only do y'all want to cosplay them, which is fine. Like, I'm okay with people cosplaying black characters, but like, do not do it with blackface. Why? I'm sorry, this isn't, this is not a minstrel show. Calm down. This is really, isn't, it's scary. Stop. It's not the time for that. It's never the time for that. But those are my, um, these are my, um, those are my add-ons so okay <laughs> yeah i was just gonna throw some and you guys that's a good add-on. Yeah, I, i'm just gonna throw some cool shit for people to look into that are black and like anime shit um if you guys have anything after like any people to follow as well let like you can say it after me but like i was just gonna plug in my favorite instagram account black girls like anime <gasps> yes love it they keep you up to date with everything. Like, I'm not really even, like, I always know what's going on in anime culture, but, like, I'm not as heavy in it as I used to. But, like, I really love them. And also, Kiera, please, my queen, um, obsessed with her cosplays. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like, she looks so good. She's doing great. Um, and also to support, like, small Black content creators on TikTok that are creating really great anime content. Um, and tag artists when they draw. Um, this has been a problem forever. Like back in the days of DeviantArt, I don't True. even know if people use DeviantArt anymore, but like oh! that name is honestly triggering. But like honestly, like tag your artists, like credit work in general. But yeah, that's what I have to say. Do you guys have any people to tag? Shout out. I do. I do. So uh, there's another cosplayer I know on Instagram. She's amazing. Mimi the Nerd. She's so dope. There's also a really funny account, uh, Dead Raya. I think that's her Instagram account, but she's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, prime Black Girl content. Um, and there was another one. I think her Instagram is uh, can't remember it, and I and I feel problematic. It's gone. But <laughs> support Black women. Period. period. I don't know if I do. I'm not sure. Um, oh, I feel like no. I don't know. Yeah, no. I can I got follow nothing. me. Um... No, literally. Yes, so <laughs> follow me. But yeah, I, I do want to thank y'all for joining me on the podcast. If you want to plug yourself and anything that you're doing as well, like please do. That's important. Plug your Instagrams or anything else that you do, all that. Oh, I do nothing. Uh, yeah, I, um, <laughs> this is this is the most action I've gotten in months. Um, <laughs> no, but thanks for including me. This has been so much fun. Yeah, thank you, Taylor. This is great. Yeah, this has been. I have nothing phenomenal. to plug as well. All my shit is Whoa. private. Yeah, okay, same. Well, follow, <laughs> the, the task is to go on Instagram and find black cosplayers and follow them. 
That is the plug. That is the plug. So do that. Mm -hmm. All right, y'all. Thank you so much. I really hope that you guys enjoyed that really awesome discussion. And I wanted to thank Ryan and Jordan again for really doing this talk with me. It was so much fun. It was such vibes. Um, And yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, And I really hope that we can have a cool conversation like this again, because these are really important conversations for the nerd community and um, give some real insights to things that we experience in communities that are supposed to be more accepting, right? Um, So yeah, thank you guys so much again. And if you enjoyed this podcast, make sure to check out the other episodes that I have. I try to post every Sunday, but that does not always happen. Um, But I keep up with the podcast as much as I can. And to better support me and the podcast, you can join my Patreon, which the link will be in the description, as well as my um, anchor support, which will also be in the description. I am trying to raise money right now to buy a mic for the podcast so that I can produce better content and better episodes, as well as be able to bring more guests on the show. Um, but yeah, I want to be able to, you know, give money to the people that take the time out of their day to do um, these interviews and these conversations. Um, so hopefully one day we will get big enough to be able to compensate people that come on the show because um, I really do believe that having, um, you know, having taken time to like really give your insight and input on these different issues is really valuable and will clearly really great for everyone to indulge in and listen to. So yeah, but thank you guys so much for listening. I will keep you all updated on the situation, um, in Austria and yeah. Alrighty guys. Have a good day. Bye.